1: Hello and welcome back to the UF Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
0: And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you virtually, Jordana. How are you? I saw you had a glamorous trip to Miami. We we were two ships passing in the night. I'm down here in Florida. Oh yeah. Were you in were you were in Miami for like a minute, right? So so I did a show in Fort Lauderdale. Thank you to everyone who came out. The show was a blast. And then I took an Uber down to Miami and stayed with my brother and and his girlfriend and we and I was like in their second bedroom. I was like the you know. They have the, two
1: bedrooms. I, wow. Two be- I know, they're living life I down mean, there. It is. It's funny. It, it
0: is. What no a, one in
1: New York would ever have two bedrooms unless they literally were like ripping. They were like popping at the seams. They have six kids. They're like, I guess yes. we should get a second bedroom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll make we'll make the life choices that necessitate this I'm, second right. bedroom. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have two bedrooms, but that's because I live in Long Island City, so it's all. <laughs> well, you've you know, done. You've made the life choices ex- that get you in the second bedroom. <laughs> exactly, but um, that's, that's that's that just goes to show Florida better world down
0: there i mean it is especially this time of year and i hate this person and i hate the person that's like because i know it is cold i know that it is yeah new york is it's
1: a little cold
0: (laughs) it's a little cold i i've heard and i will say it is this time because i hate the person you know that person that's like goes on vacation once and it happens to snow back in the northeast Right, and they take yeah. the picture of like What's a palm no tree. Like, yeah. Is it snowing? Like the biggest piece of shit move. Like, like right. a, it's like people back home are literally shivering with a blanket over them. And they're like, Oh, did you have a little snow? It's not even like, it, it's never your Monday. Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> off. I don't ever want to be that person. Cause yeah. How's your Monday? So it is such a douchebag new money move. Rich people
1: never yes. do that shit.
0: Rich it's always a hotel you could have been staying at. so it is even
1: more Rich annoying. It's not don't even like show anything no. I feel like. Real Nothing. old money doesn't show anything. You
0: know? No, old money don't show its uh, show its hand. They literally you'll like, that's what makes it more annoying cuz it'll be like the Marriott will be tagged. It's like, I could have fucking stayed there. Shut the fuck up. You know, like it's <laughs> <Right>. not <laughs> a big deal at all. And so I understand, I don't want to sound like I'm out. I'm in Boca. I'm in, you know, my, am my, my parents house? And then I go stay with them. And it's like this time of year, you, you go, Oh, what are we doing in the Northeast? Right. Cause second bedroom, I, I come out. I'm like the, I'm like the sitcom fat hungover brother. Staying with his like brother, like his handsome brother and his beautiful girlfriend. And I waltz out to like the living room, like, you know, and they're just like doing like it was like Monday morning and they're like running off to work. And I'm like, you got any, you got any sweet and low, you know, like (laughs) I'm the doofy (laughs) loser.
1: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. mm. May to December, New York. Amazing. A-okay. Great. The place to live, I agree. Yeah, totally cool. January to April, kind of is here. It's brutal, and yeah. and
0: and I could even shorten that. I'll even say March. It, March if gets okay.
1: March get, can sometimes you still get the snowstorms and you're like, I thought yes. it's like, and then you're, re- it's like, you know what I mean? March is kind of- it,
0: it hits you in a different way. You're like, I thought we were done with this. Right.
1: It's already been months of this. I'm like very over it. And it's the first day of spring and it's snowing. Yeah. You know, that happens sometimes. <laughs> that happens
0: every now and again. And yeah. then it, 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 it goes the other way in the fall. We are like, is it cold? It's cold. And then the next day is summer. But I, I I definitely have this moment here where I'm like, like, it drizzled yesterday, and I was like, oh, I can't even go to the beach. And then I was like, I can't even text that to someone right now. It's 10 <laughs> degrees back home, and the sun hasn't shown its face. But how are you doing back in dreary old Manhattan? Are you okay? What's going on? I wish on?
1: I was in Manhattan. No. Um. <laughs> 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 Poor man's Manhattan. I don't think, yeah, it. I don't think
0: you're ever going to be part of the Long Island City Tourism Bureau. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I feel bad because I'll get an angry DM. I weep. Some people love it here. Like fine, um, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> yes, and I live here, so I can talk shit about it. Okay, I'm not that's like right. a passing visitor. It. Exactly. Mm-mm. Um, things are. I mean, I've been back a couple days. Things are cold. Yeah. And um, exactly. but it's nice to be. It's always nice to be back in your own bed. No that's matter where deal. you are,
0: right? Totally. Uh, you know, totally. That's a huge deal. Doesn't matter where you are. Um, even sleeping at my brother and his girlfriend's place, like very much a visitor, you know, very much like out of a bag, all that stuff. But, you know, it is, um, I actually switched my location on hinge to this area. Oh yeah.
1: What's the scene like?
0: Well, it's just to see. I mean, like, it's like that curiosity thing and the scene, it's, I, I don't know, I guess it's the same. I don't know. It's, it's a little bit. You, it is one of those things where, you you know, if someone's out there getting disappointed with dating apps in general, like it is not about you at all. Like, I, like there is someone on the other side. Like I've been here for what, two weeks and I could go on a date, but I'm like, I do have that moment where I go, am I going to leave the house? Am I going to drive? you know, even there, have a drink, even here. So it's like you don't, you know, you're dealing with me, you know, like right. uh, on the other end. So like, I, I don't know. I, I, I hope, I don't know if that comforts people. Well, but I, I, I've had a couple matches and been very nice. And it's just been kind of like, I don't even know what to do with it. and And maybe right. that's unfair. Maybe I shouldn't even switch it. But it's like all of us are curious, I, just, I guess.
1: I feel like there's this thing with the dating apps where it's like, So I feel you, I hear the same thing from so many people and I remember feeling the same thing where it's just like, it feels like this like bottomless rut pit of like, Mm. how do I get out of it? You know what I mean? How do I get off this thing? Yeah.
0: I'll say from being back on it and having been away from it, like- you know you and i are more in touch with these things than most people have to be like we we think about we our job is to think about these things
1: right and i try to think of an answer to this question because i feel like this question that comes up probably in q a's to you and me and in emails yeah. that we see where it's like i just don't know how to like get like the nothing seems this app, the apps don't seem to be working how do i like Get out of this. And it's a hard, it's a really hard question to ask. Cause it's like, how do I, how do I get what I want without using the tool that everyone says, just go on that?
0: Well, that's the thing I've thought about this a lot, actually. It's the easiest thing to use and the worst tool to use. So it's like the Phillips head is right at your fingertips, but you'd really want the power drill. And it's like, the easiest thing is not the best thing. The app is actually the worst way to meet people. I, I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm like, it's just there. It's 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 like it's like junk food.
1: But it's also kind of like it evens the playing field. So in some ways it's like mm. the idea of it is good. Like the idea of like monster.com, right? That's where you apply to jobs. Right? Mm-hmm. So you could apply to as many jobs as you want. It's very easy to apply, but like you're not getting any of those fucking jobs. You've got to like know someone it kind of totally. feels yeah, like and, right? and
0: you have to do the other stuff that is embarrassing and um anxiety producing like yeah the monster.com is like it's the middle of the night and no one sees it and you apply to a thousand and there's right. no whatever that's the same as a dating app you could pick it up at one in the morning swipe 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 like 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 message 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 but it's really, there's and no consequence. you think you're trying. But it's. And you think, yeah. But right. you're not. It's just a, and it ends up, I guess, like over, and I'll say this for myself, you, you, you are putting in, it's like when you do, it's like when you half try at something, you end up feeling worse for it. Like, I feel right. worse about dieting and exercising when I'm also getting fucked up and
1: eating late at night.
0: Right. Cause you yeah. don't know
1: like where to put, you don't know like what bucket to put yourself in. You're like, am I yes. like on a roll with being like, am I, am I doing it? Or am I like, think, I think, I, do I think I'm doing it and I'm not doing it, which is so much worse than not doing it. So much totally. better to be like, I'm not dating right now. Cause then at least you know I'm, where you are.
0: I've had, I totally. And I've had those like moments of like, do I just delete, start fresh, get out of this world. And I've, Had those moments and you go, "Ah, I'm kind of hooked on this, these French fries, you know, like I'm kind of hooked on the dopamine that it does. It has infiltrated my my Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook dating app. You know, it's infiltrated that go -go merry-go-round of mine. And it's like, and I was out of that, you know, like I was, and I said to you, remember when I like was like going back to being single, I was like, I'm not doing a dating app. I don't need it. And it's just like, and now it's in the circle, and I'm like, what am I even doing on this thing? And even though I'm on it, and I I also think dating apps are wins and losses, which is so hard. Like, you either get the match, or you don't get the match. You either talk to someone, and it turns into a date, or it doesn't, and this person doesn't want a date. I don't know, it's like it's so black and white when really things like, and and, and it can only lead to misery highest of highs, lowest of lows, you know?
1: Right. So what is your, Uh, as someone in it, what do you feel like is like, obviously like, what do you feel like would be a helpful thing for that? you found um, anything.
0: There's no hope. Uh, we're all going <laughs> to die. <end> Just <laughs> end this little intro
1: positively, yeah. potentially. Yeah, I, don't,
0: I guess the positive way to go about it, I I think the negativity is what produces the positivity. Like, I really do believe, Like, like, me talking about this, when I hear back from people being like, I know, it's annoying, like, that kind of makes me feel better. Okay. I also think, like, I do stand by the idea of, like, you know, we one of our recent you up with benefits where you could subscribe on Apple three bucks a month, uh, no ads. You get them a day early. We do right. two additional two yeah. additional podcasts a month. We our last recent episode is how to set Jared up. The <laughs> setup, I mean, is the king. But the reason it's it's so it's the best is because it's the hardest. Right, it's the hardest to get a good one. It's the hardest to get a good setup, to have someone set you up properly. It's hard for someone to have someone that they're thinking of right away for you. Right. But the setup is the best. It's the most uh, fruitful as far as, like, numbers game is, like, for every 10 people your friends set you up with, I would think that that's going to work out in a better way than every 10 matches you get on a dating app. So I would say, like, I've been thinking a lot about that, like... You know, meeting people in that natural market type of way, but also understanding that that's a longer road, and maybe chill out, maybe you know, not worry about it as much. But I do think like this is I the like time that. of year people worried about it. Like, I do understand like you know, no one wants to leave their couch. It's There's less distractions. Cold. There's less distractions. You're right. I don't know. You know, we like, uh, you know, you and I, and and you know, we've talked about you know the setup stuff and. You know, you've been very nice to be like, oh, you. You know, I have a couple friends here. I've been thinking about that. You know, your your mind is on it. For me, I do know that you have my best right. interest in heart. But it also is one of those things where you go, that that's uh, you know, you don't want to like keep shaking the same trees. And I understand that there's people out there that like have friends that have like tied the, the
1: past. You're a tree. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's kind of like, I know. Okay. So it's like, for me, it's like, fine. I know in my peripheral circle, I know probably like seven single girls, right? Mm -hmm. And what I do when um, any kind of man becomes single or any kind of woman becomes single is I think Mm -hmm. about those people and would any of them align with each other.
0: And here's the thing. Here's the thing before you go into this, because I think. What people need to hear is, like, your friends aren't not thinking of you. Like, I do think right. I would rather you go through this thought process than not. Like, I actually oh, appreciate you like it. this. Okay. Good. Love it. Yeah. Like, if you were like, here's seven, take your choose I'd be like, ah, I would be no, right. as unexcited well, th- as I was the dating app.
1: That's the thing. And it's like, I, you know, I love, I love setting people up, especially mm-hmm. like when it works out. Um. But it's, I don't want to set you up just, for, or set anyone up just for the sake of setting. If I know, if I, especially the more I know about the people in my life, if I know that there's going to be something that one of you is not going to be into the other or, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, then I'm not doing it because then it's just awkward. Totally. Like, then, then it's just, because one of you is going to either say no, and then I've already told the other person, or mm-hmm. it's kind of just like, you'll go on the date and I know that you won't like this about them. Because I, I only try to set up people that I know somewhat to an extent
0: a, a proper setup is when all three parties are excited that's a pro all right. three not two not one if it's one <laughs> we're all fucked <laughs> you know, right. like, um, it's three but I think you know I'm saying this because I'm publicly single I'm on an I'm on a date I'm on right. a podcast with you we talk about this every week we're personal about our lives we tell stories I'm putting out tweets about it. You know, we're, we are publicly public, and then I'm publicly single. So I think that's my advice to people out there. Start being publicly single. Like, I, because, I, like, right. Jordana, you're doing the math for me, which I, I know you're doing as a friend, but I also don't have to ask you to do that. So I think there's a lot of people out there that are like, all my friends are married. None of them are setting me up, and they can get down on that. But I think, like, they are thinking of you.
1: They are. And, and I think, yeah. That's... Def, they're definitely I think we're definitely thinking or at least I am but I think that there are a lot of people who or, or would even if they ha- it hadn't it hadn't come to mind if you say like, hey, do you know anyone? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how I mean when I met Mike I said to my I my friend had a new boyfriend I said do you know anyone mm-hmm. and he sent me up with someone else before Mike um that wasn't that into me and then he and then he, <laughs> and then he, he set was me up with mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then he set me up with mike and it was like i'm saying but i had to he didn't just naturally be like he wasn't naturally like who can i set this girl up with it was kind of like i said like do you have any friends <laughs> like well that's i think that's a good thing for people to hear this is publicly
0: single season this is yes. not you know you can be you can be you know um, privately single in the summer. Easy yes. to be privately single in the summer. Publicly single season. I think this is the season for that, and I, I think it, it can help for people to hear that. Like, I... Because...
1: I think there's there's a hesitancy, because it's like, oh, I want to be chased. I want someone to, like, beg me, to, be, to set me up with their friend. But, like, that's not really the world that we live in. Like, no one really wants to, like, beg someone to go out with someone else.
0: No. No, 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 not at all. And, I mean, I... W- Again, like I think that's an old school way to think too. I think you're right. Um, that's like just not of the times. I think it's, I think if we think of like millennials, let's think of our generation. Like we like to Google. We like when something is served to us. Oh, this is something you would like. If you bought this, you might like this. Right. Like, I I think we're all more apt to being Amazoned into a couple than we are to be like Chase. Hey, if you like me you might like my friend that right. like, I think that's the type of like, I think we get more excited by that and kind of like, you know, the algorithm, you know, like but I, I, I've been referring to the algorithm as father algorithm. Cause I, I pray to it every day, but father algorithm be <laughs> <me> the
1: one. <laughs> yeah. Is,
0: like your yeah. friend is an algorithm of sorts, right?
1: No, definitely. And I think it does help before we get into our first email. I just want to say that I do think it helps your openness with what you're doing, because I think like, by all standards, anyone you would ask, you're a catch, right? You're well, I like, appreciate you know, that. You know what I'm saying, you're a you're a very funny, attractive, like, um, talented Go on. person. No. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, if you're yeah. if you as Jared and you have 250 thousand Instagram followers and you have a huge sure. following and most of them are women, if you are having trouble, you know, like, or if you kind of seem to some sometimes be struggling with apps or dating, I think that like that's saying it's not it's not about being good or bad or not be you know what i mean it's it it feels like it's not a measure of your worth
0: you're not doing something wrong and we get that question a lot like what am i doing wrong and it's like that's never the answer well you're fucking up here you know like it's it's very rare that we look at someone like oh this is wrong 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 there is no wrong (laughs) you know like (laughs) uh, is there anything is there anything else going on at betches that people should know about
1: um, you know, we've got the U-Up crew. I've seen a ton of pictures of people wearing that. Um, get it, shopbatches.com. Just go to the U-Up section. It's so section. comfy. It's great. I'll be wearing it all winter in the 18-degree New York weather, and I'm sure you'll be wearing it when you when you come back.
0: I have it tied around my waist every day in case it gets a little cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to come back on Sunday. I, I don't know. I I I, I could do Boca. I mean le- le- legit like my mom walks into restaurants and goes freezing like I can only do that for so long. <laughs> you know like I can only <laughs> but I um I'm coming back on Sunday the Sunday before we this comes out and then I'm going to be in uh, West Nyack, New York. Come on out. I'm there for a lot of shows, so come on out. And then Philadelphia, uh love Philly, fill those shows up. And then I'm going to LA. I'm I'm, I'm getting Back to the the uh, the good weather, Oxnard, California, Brea, California, Los Angeles, California. So I'm coming. That's uh, the first week of February, and then I'm in Sacramento, and then Hartford, and then the worst after Hartford is the worst date of the year.
1: Oh wow! My
0: birthday, February twenty. 20- We're coming up on it, the oh. anniversary <laughs> of the worst date of the, of the year most
1: awkward uh but yet real uh conversation of our podcast <laughs>
0: we have to replay that on the 21st we'll we're gonna to like put it, it out again yeah uh san francisco and then i'm in san francisco pittsburgh omaha jaredfree.com jaredfree.com for tickets um
1: what are you doing for your birthday
0: no plan as of yet i don't know um i you well since you dubbed it the worst day of the year i just have a coffin out and i like candles <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should have a party. Re uh, reinvent the the day as the non worst day of the year.
0: I th- maybe I'll do that. A big party. You guys will be invited. We'll do a whole thing. I think we should.
1: That would be fun. You only turn thirty seven. Oh, you had to remind me. Right.
0: No, yeah, thirty seven. You only
1: <laughs> turned thirty seven once. It's a big one. That's right. This is a big one. at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows
0: what are we talking about today jordana
1: okay we're talking about dating a sober person
0: Mm. you ever dated a sober person
1: um no i haven't but i would in theory in my head have you? I would.
0: I, I, I've been the sober person. I've done. I've been on like the date. Is that like while two doing, weeks like, in
1: January? <laughs> like, yes. <okay>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to make it a big deal, but like, I have been on the date as the person <laughs> who was one
1: day that I I was hungover yeah. and I didn't have a drink, and I was the sober. I don't know if that's. The... <laughs> I had uh, yeah. I just had a water.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. Tr- <laughs> that person really got duped. You know, now oh i back, yeah,
1: I think you're sober. Um, but have you, <laughs> so you've never dated the sober person, but you've been the sober person.
0: Um, yeah, I've never dated a sober person, but I, I mean, we're going to speak for them now, which right. is okay.
1: <laughs> to the best of our abilities. The best of our ability. All right, let me read the email. Go for it. Hi, J&J, love the pod and so does the group chat. That's great. Love it. I recently moved from a big city on the East Coast to the Midwest for work. Of course, just about everything here is a huge culture shock. What I didn't expect is how many people list no alcohol on Hinge, as in they don't drink. A guy who listed not drinking asked me out for drinks via an app a few months ago. I felt so awkward being the only one getting a drink on the date that I panic insisted to pay for the evening. The second date, we got sushi and water and then never spoke again. LOL. The thing is, I'm not even a big drinker. I'm not one to have a glass of wine at the end of the day or a drink at home alone. My dad doesn't drink, and I feel fine going home and crushing martinis with my sister for the holidays. <laughs> it's like saying my dad doesn't drink, but I'm good drinking, binge drinking with my sister.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I'm okay being a drunk mess in front of my dad. Right. And yeah.
1: <laughs> Jason. <Adjacent. laughs> <laughs> I'm faced again with two more matches I would like to go on a date with who do not drink per their profile I'm clearly ho- I'm clearly holiday a drink in at least two. Hol- of my- I'm, I'm, oh, sorry I'm clearly holding Hol- a drink a drink in at least two of my photos so I'm assuming it wouldn't be a problem to them that I drink it seems that for all of these matches it is not in response to a previous problem but a personal choice of another variety whatever the reason I'm totally cool with it but I don't know how to navigate the situation like a mature adult which I think I am in other aspects of dating thanks to you, and not feel awkward ordering a drink. Plus, this really kills my usual text-me-if-you-want-to-get-a-drink line to get off the apps. It's one of those things that 10 dates from now I wouldn't even think twice about, but in the short game seems like a huge deal. J&J, please tell me, what's a girl to do? Do I ask about it or just ignore it? Should I try to avoid alcohol activities until I feel more comfortable with them? Am I just massively overthinking this? Cheers. Dry for not just January.
0: It's a great email. Totally get it. It's funny that like when I read this email, there's a lot of like lessons to be learned for someone not dating. Like this doesn't have to be about dating someone sober to me.
1: Yeah, I totally thought the same thing. Like this could be about anything that someone else does that you don't do.
0: Yeah. And I also think their perspective is off. Okay. Like the way they're looking at dating right now and – the, the idea that she went on a date and she described it as sushi and water, that wasn't a good date. <laughs> you know, like, like, no one walks away from a good date. And it's like, yeah, we got sushi and water. Like, that's not the memorable part.
1: Right. <laughs> right. No, and, and I agree. So, like, so that alone. He's blaming it like, on the drinking.
0: Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's not the drinking. It's like, you don't need a drink to be social. Just like she said in this, I don't need a drink to be social, which. Is a am I, I, going to buy her at her word because she even says, like, I'm not a big drinker. Like, it's not even a big deal to me. Like, why? So I think what she's doing, you know, when you, when this other thing comes up, it's this weird, but not weird, this very human thing where you're like, it must be that. Well, it's like, no, right. it's that you're not the match.
1: Yeah. No, I can agree with that. I mean, here here's the thing. I think that, like, if you're not a big drinker and you don't mind dating someone who doesn't drink, mm. I do think if you go on the date, you shouldn't drink or like you don't need to drink. Oh, really? To me. Like that's how I think I would think of it because like I don't I don't think it's fun to drink by myself personally.
0: I, I'm with you as well, but I I would I kind of thought about this as like if you ordered
1: like ordering meat. Well, <laughs> let's say you're with someone. Let's say you're with someone who's a vegetarian and you are not. Let's change it.
0: I would order meat, and yeah. I'd be like, and but I also, yeah, I would order meat. I I guess, but that's a little different than like me getting like slurring. I but I, also, you're if you're going on a date and getting hammered, well, that's that's not really that's, the goal of a date. Either. I
1: guess if you go on a date and you have one drink because you enjoy just having a drink, then yeah, that's fine, and you could still be compatible. But if you're like. I don't know, to me I just wouldn't find it to be that that much fun to have a drink alone. Don't
0: you think uh, I agree I uh, listen, don't you think that's a responsibility of the person that doesn't drink? Like if I was like, "Hey, let's go do something" and they were like, "Just let you know I don't drink." I don't mind. It's like uh, to me to go back to the ordering thing, like if I was like ordering a soup that was normally on the menu. If I was like, "Yeah, I'll have the clam chowder" and they're like, "We we're out of clam chowder." I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm sorry for even asking for that. Like, it would be up to them to tell me there's no clam chowder and here are some other options. Right. Okay. Like, like I, I think, and to me when I read this, she wrote like, like to me it's like not her problem. Like, to, to me it's her solution. Like, if you're willing to go out with someone who doesn't drink and then they do nothing to assure you, to figure out kind of a different plan. see what plan, you're saying. Right there there's a point where you go am i really attracted to someone who
1: like kind of left me out to dry so you're so you're saying if you're the sober person going out you should sort mm. of like when you get there be like by the way i'm not drinking but totally cool if you are like i'm totally fine with it i uh,
0: i don't want to say should because i don't know what it's like to be sober i can understand that some of this like i mean i would assume that this conversation would happen over the dating app and if it's not then these aren't this is sounds like exci- it's not a per- it, it sounds like it's not like right. she's taking assumptions away from and she even wrote like the not drink no to drinking she even just put the emoji of a wine glass with no so she's just reading into their profile to me it's like it's up to you know you should go on the date and do a date as you would and as you would be comfortable so it's like if they right. went on the date and go and, you say, and they say, I'll have a Diet Coke. And you go, oh, you're not drinking? And then they're like, well, I actually don't drink. You go, okay, I'll go have a Diet Coke too because that makes me feel more comfortable. It's up to you. Right. To me, it sounds like her email is written from the perspective of how do I get that, these non-drinkers to like me?
1: Right. Or, I mean, <laughs> there's a difference between how do I get these non-drinkers to feel comfortable around me and how do I get these non-drinkers to like me? But I guess they're sort of the same thing. Right, yeah. because if she should just act like herself, how she would act. Although I do think that like you can change how you act depending on who you're with and like the vibe. Or your, like, like like I said, like I would find it not much fun to like order a drink by myself. Like even when I even when I go out to dinner with Mike, like if he's not drinking, I like don't really need to drink either. It's kind of yeah. like we're do we're we're going out and we're having a bottle of wine, or we're doing this together, or we're like this is just a food outing. you know what I mean but whole drink if I don't but the sexiness sometimes the
0: sexiness of a date is having those drinks together getting a little buzzed you know right on the same track
1: together that's part of it yeah so I don't know it's like a it's a it's a different dynamic and like kind of like I guess with him with him he would whole drink if I'm not drinking he doesn't really care if like Mm. you know if I'm not but for me it's like and I think that depends on like how big of a drinker you are and if you are, if you do want to get a drink without, um, while they are not, maybe alcohol is like a little more important to you than, than you th- not that there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I'm just saying maybe you're not a match
0: with these people. I went for drinks. I, I went for drinks with this woman and she was very nice. We get the first drink, drink. Um, I was like, Hey, do you want to get another drink? Totally. I'm down. And then it was like, we're having a nice conversation and I'm like, you want to have another drink? I'm like, I'm kind of like just sitting here. And she was like, no, I'm good. And I was like, I, right, that's the end of the date." You know, like I was just like, that's okay. You know? And I, I right. kind of saw that and I was like, you know, I guess for me, it was a thing of like, yeah, I'll have another drink. We're hanging. We're out. Like the, this is how I have fun. And that's not how they have fun. And I well, kind the- of walked away from it being like, I guess we're not the match because she didn't have another drink? <laughs> I don't think it was cuz she didn't have another drink, but I was like it kind of felt like a what do we even do next? You know? Right. Like we weren't eating dinner, we it, it, in my mind it was the conversation kind of ended with those drinks, you know, in the well, in the way they could have ended with coffee. A second like if she was like I'm not getting a third cup of coffee, it would have been the same type of thing, I think.
1: Well, that's why I think it's also hard to date sober it's a little it's it can be like it's it's so ingrained in all the societal aspects of our life that like it can i can see it being a real challenge and i don't want to like undermine that for for anyone who's listening i think that that's think but i i agree like i think people should act like themselves and if they're naturally if 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 they're naturally like A casual drinker but they're fine with that's what I'm saying like I kind of feel like if I'm totally sober and I'm going out and the person wants what are they going to order two or three drinks like while I'm Mm. not like I think that you kind of you can date someone who drinks but you probably can't date someone who drinks and gets drunk at dinner
0: no and you know it is it's it's interesting you're like if I had you know, I I kind of see this as like a good. If we were to look at the positive in this, like if I was on a date with someone who was sober, I would want to be led a little bit, and I I would want to know because I've never done this. I'm assuming you have done this,
1: so it's like, like gone out with someone hey, who drinks, right? You're more likely drinks? to have gone out with someone who drinks than I am to have gone out with someone who doesn't drink.
0: Yeah, so I would be a little turned off if the person just let me kind of like sit there and drink during dinner and not know what to do. Right. But I also wouldn't sit there and have a
1: bottle of wine by
0: myself. I would hope not.
1: (laughs) Right, but if that's kind of what you like to do on dates, if you like to split a bottle of wine or have your own bottle of wine, like you might just not be a match. That's that's the thing. Right. And I think that's all to say you're what you originally said is correct in that she should be herself. And like if it doesn't work out, even it's be- even if it's because of the non-drinking, it's because you weren't the amount that you drink, good or bad, is, is, is more than that person would like to be. the person that that one person wants to date will be, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I kind of thought about this with like situations I've gotten into with comedy okay. where and, and I was thinking like, because I do think there's opportunity in this. I do think I don't drink, and if someone, like, for me, I would be turned off if the person who doesn't drink didn't explain, you know, what they would like to do so that I can, like, see if that's something I would like to do. You know what I mean? Like, I would want to be led a little bit. I was messaging with this person on a dating app, and the messaging kind of fizzled, and then they wrote to me, you're all over my For You page on TikTok. Okay. (laughs) And I, so I, I, I go. I guess I'm for you. I, (laughs) that's a a good line. I, they wrote, you're all of my for you page. And I wrote, you must be a big Bachelor fan. And they wrote back, pretty funny. Okay. And I was like, unmatch immediately. You unmatched. Okay. Gone. And it's like, I'm not dating pretty funny person
1: okay i'm not what doing you, that. what i'm what not proving
0: have- myself i'm not gonna start dancing on the street with a clown nose on like i i did have that thought in my mind of like i don't listen and i don't need someone to like come on and tell me like i'm the greatest thing in the entire world i want someone to be fun to talk to that's not a right. fun conversation to me of like pretty fun like to get nagged, kind of like I, I don't need that you could have just said nothing hey you're on my for you page pretty cool Right. Or that you like the video. Like, oh yeah, the video is great. You know, to just say not, you know, like I and that was a moment where I was like, Okay, this kind of fished out our match in terms of this. Which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. So I, I had no problem on matching, no harm, no foul. You know, it's okay. I, I'm still talking about it, but I'm on a podcast that's about dating, so I'm okay. I don't think I sound so crazy, but I No. Do you know I what I mean? Think-
1: like It's kind of like, I mean, it's such a, it's such a cliche, like cheesy thing to say, but being yourself is going to save you so much time. So much time. Because like, and I used to do this kind of like, I wanted the person on the date to like me. So I would try to act more like the person on the date would think that I should act or the answers Mm. that I think that they would like. And then you just like, that person can keep stating you, but then eventually they find out who you are. Yeah. Like, (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I I mean? mean?
0: thinking back to your wedding like what's the most the the most the the thing that was referenced from your first date is you guys playing you know games playing, with, yeah. <laughs> you know, playing games and 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 playing red flag deal breaker
1: yeah or would you was, would you rather yeah
0: would you rather what it, yes. it was something from but it's like that's something you have an interest in a genuine interest in that's something that you right. were you know that is and look at that's the thing you're talking about you know, a couple years down the line.
1: And I'm sure I would have gone, some guys I would have gone out with would have been like, this is making me uncomfortable. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm not interested in going out again, which is, would be a good thing. Do you know what I mean? Their discomfort
0: would have turned you off. That's the thing where it's like this person's discomfort with you having a glass of wine isn't, that means they're not, when they're not drinking, that's kind of gets you out of there.
1: Right. So the bet, yeah. I mean the best way to save your own time is to just be exactly who you are.
0: Yeah, whether they're drinking or not. Exactly. And maybe not have a bottle of wine because it's potentially, not a Potentially,
1: potentially. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's big give week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N shoppers get
0: it let's do some awkward sex you ready let's do it keep sending this in uup at betches.com uup at betches.com awkward sex we love an awkward sex uh hi j and j big fan of the podcast my sister got me hooked on it and i've been addicted ever since i have quite the awkward sex story that i would love your thoughts on sorry that it's so long I was just starting my junior year of college and my sorority hired a
1: new houseboy. I've never heard of this. <laughs> I've never heard of such a sounds, house. Oh, houseboy! Right? What is that? I've never it heard of It sounds very that. old, very. Houseboy. It sounds like controversial. <laughs> it
0: sounds like, yeah, please, this is how the email is written. We don't know what it is. Okay. uh it does sound controversial uh for those that don't know a houseboy is another college age kid hired to work in the sorority kitchen for some extra cash
1: okay uh, other than the name
0: yeah it seems like a good idea i like i like the spirit
1: i don't mind the idea but i would i would no. rebrand if i were yes if i were hiring maybe. for a house boy
0: <laughs> maybe house attendant that could be nice yeah it's basically like working a restaurant job, except with an assurance that you'll meet girls. It was a pretty coveted job among the frat community. Anyways, I never paid much attention to the houseboys, apart from making courteous small talk with them in passing, or when I handed them my dishes after a meal. Excuse me, houseboy.
1: <laughs> I'm done with my food now. Yeah,
0: ding, 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 ding. Yeah, what is... kind of
1: sorority is this? You have like a waiter <laughs> at the sorority table?
0: I mean, this. she writes, LOL, this makes me sound so pretentious, but I swear this was normal. I mean, you could look them in the eye.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: done. <laughs> Plus, the houseboys were normal, pretty quiet, generically nice. I like that she's like, I sound pretentious, but I swear I'm normal. Then she's like, they're generically nice or unattractive. <laughs> so I never expected much
1: of an interaction. Okay. I don't speak to the houseboy. The house boys. <laughs> boys. <laughs> like, there, how many were there? Yeah. Uh,
0: plus, the house boys were pretty nor, uh, pretty quiet, generically, ni- generically nice, just as hilarious way to put that, uh, or unattractive, so I never expected much of an interaction. I had noticed this new house boy, however, because he was super cute, but I still didn't try to initiate any conversation, because he was so poor. No, I'm kidding. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> then, house after boy. dinner- <laughs>
0: there you go then after dinner on his first night working he came up to me and was like hey what's your name and she's like don't speak to me no i'm kidding that's
1: (laughs) don't look me in the eye
0: right and made really sincere eye contact (laughs) i mean that's hilarious i answered and then somehow we got into a 20 minute long conversation but what what could we have in common me and a commoner (laughs) like aladdin (laughs) Right, <laughs> I I learned he was a Street forestry rat. major. So stri- <laughs> he's taking he's 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 cleaning plates and now. He's talking to the ladies. I learned he was a forestry major, one year younger than me, and from California. He was very charming and eventually asked me out to a party. I accepted, gave him my number, and then ran upstairs to tell my friends. Guys, I mean, this I'm is dirty- loving it. <laughs> he's wearing american eagle isn't it cute (laughs) amazing (laughs) i i i this is dirty dancing like the redux like this is the remake of dirty dancing basically yeah right
1: yes i learned he was okay so uh
0: i accepted gave him my number then ran upstairs to tell my friends we ended up hooking up for about three months and having an absolute blast. He was really chill, fit, outdoorsy, kind, had sexy tattoos. Oh my God, this is. This is dirty dancing. What's a song from Dirty Dancing? It's. Time uh, of my life. Ah. Had were. the time of my life. And I never had a dirty dish again. And he I would pick him it. up. It's <laughs> the I choose truth. truth. And I owe it all to you. Ah. I wasn't looking for anything serious, but was down (laughs) to
1: keep it. (laughs) It was a very quick transition.
0: Very quick. I wasn't looking uh, for anything serious, but was down to keep it going as long as it was fun. We kept things pretty casual, but everyone in my sorority obviously knew that we were hooking up, so I'm not sure if that was actually casual. Ha ha. I think that's still casual. Your friends aren't there. Like, what are you getting married? Like, what are they, assholes?
1: You don't have to lie to your friends for something to be casual. Sounds like a very...
0: I can't believe I told them I was hooking up with the pool. (laughs) (laughs) The week before we left for winter break, I went over to his house and we started hooking up. It was getting steamy and right as he was about to insert, he pulled away, ran to his window and pulled back the curtain very dramatically. He stared up the sky and yelled, fuck! Fuck! I turned towards him, super confused, and asked what's wrong. He said, it looks like a full moon, and then proceeded to open up his phone and check some celestial app that confirmed it was 100% full moon, not slightly waxing or waning or whatever the fuck. So I just stared the, sat there and said, um, yeah, it's also a Tuesday. Then he came back over and, and said, I can't have sex in a full moon. I burst out laughing, thinking it was a joke. His expression didn't lighten. It actually soured a bit, as if I offended him. He turned around, pointed to an intricate temple tattoo on his upper back, and said, When I got this tattoo in Thailand from a monk, he told me it came with ten commandments I cannot break. I paused, finally understanding he was serious. Like what? I asked. He replied, oh, you know, like, I can't eat meat on a full moon. I can't have sex on a full moon. I can't kill someone on a full moon, etc." I stifled a laugh so strongly I thought I was going to fart.
1: <laughs> That's a beautiful line. <laughs> what a line.
0: Um, as if you can... Kill someone any other day and it's fine. Anyways, it dawned on me, pun intended, that he was not going to budge. So he came back over to the bed and we tied and untied and retied shoelaces until his boner went away. What the fuck kind of strategy is that, by the way? I have never heard of such a thing.
1: That's very weird.
0: That is a very high school boner strategy because I can understand you're bending over to tie your shoes and untie your shoes. So it gives you time to relax. I do understand the thought behind it as a boner having man.
1: To distract yourself from like sexual thoughts, you're saying? Also, maybe like.
0: Well, when you tie your shoes, you're bending over. So your penis is blocked. The the bunching of the pants can allow for you to have a boner while tying shoes. And then doing the task and undoing it and doing it is kind of taking your mind off. Yeah, I think that's okay. Actually, it doesn't
1: seem like a bad idea.
0: Not have... a bad idea. Not something I would, like, tell my, you know, it's it's for other uses. Like, the, okay. you know what they what, say, what like, is all the, technology.
1: What it, what's the best way to do it? To get it to go down?
0: To get it to go down? I mean, this is a pretty good strategy. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I would usually just sit and wait it out, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not These guys dying, trying to speed it up. I guess if you're trying to speed along the process, I get it. I left promptly because I was in such disbelief. When I got back home, I texted him goodnight and that I'd see him after the break. We exchanged some random pleasantries over, uh, for the, over the week, but he basically goes to me when we came back to school even though he was still our houseboy. Awkward, LOL. <laughs> now he's avoiding you. Ooh. Do you think his comment was real and things just fizzled because I didn't take his tattoo rules seriously? Or was he trying to come up with an excuse to break things off with me? Thanks. Cock blocked by a space rock. I love that name
1: <laughs> I would say what do you think? I would say he probably ended it because he didn't like being laughed at
0: <laughs> right interesting. I mean this is a wild circumstance.
1: This is very weird um yeah. I mean, you know, I've never heard of it, but I could also see it being <laughs> like kind of like a college phase thing like, oh, I'm very into totally. like a tie like religious uh whatever it's weird of him to folklore. not folklore <laughs> I'm big folklore guy i it's weird of him not to admit
0: this is a dumb thing but he doesn't feel comfortable having sex because of said dumb thing
1: right really you can do whatever kind of weird to me like you can say or think whatever kind of weird shit that you want to think as long as you acknowledge the elephant in the room Yes. And the relationship can continue. And that's with like anything. Like all you have to say is I know it's weird, but or I know yes. it's irrational, but and then yes. everyone feels at ease. Do you know what I'm, I mean?
0: I I could not agree more. It's the uh, it, that's what makes it seem like he was just trying to get out of hooking up. Like I have had this scenario happen where you're with someone, you're with someone, you're with someone. It looks like it's heading towards wherever it's heading towards and you go and some little like thought comes in your brain like what are you doing man this ain't long term get out of here and you're you like financial just aid get to out. pay,
1: just get it yeah. on track <laughs>
0: you're going to lose your house boy job <laughs> yeah I- <laughs> so like i i do understand but this is such a wild story to come up with on the fly to like Point to a random tattoo and go. The monks—they told me I can't fuck on a night like tonight. And then, start, right. go look at look at the moon and be like, Arrrr! "Why not have turn sex?" Into list? a whale roll, yeah, <laughs> right,
1: yeah. Like in in the, in the range of excuses, wouldn't you want to? If you're already hard, is it an ex, like? Why yeah. wouldn't you just have sex? Well, you think it was I an can excuse? see.
0: I, I think it was a. I think they were hooking up, and he was like, I, "This is an ego thing." I, I, okay. This is male ego on display. I think you're hooking up, you're like, and you get this like, what am I doing? I'm leading this person along, even though she's writing. Listen, I, I trust everything she says in the email, but she's probably like, uh, you know, we've been sleeping together for this long. Every time we sleep together, I'm signing on to sleep together again. Winter break's coming up. If we don't sleep together tonight, it's long enough for me to like kind of ghost this and get away with it. And that's what he did. It's very immature, very ego-filled. Wow. But that's kind of where I'm thinking he went.
1: There's so much more manipulation than I would have suspected in, uh, involved in this.
0: Yeah, I... They get creative
1: I s- when they want to uh, not be the bad guy. Right? Like, that's the <laughs> most... It's <laughs> like, why don't you put money and channel this energy into planning a date?
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Or explain to someone that you like, but you don't want to date. That you don't want to date them anymore. Right. Like you could have put that this too. into a text.
1: It's <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just like the you know? idea that like it's so hard for a man to just like put a lot of thought into like a birthday or anniversary. But they're like, okay, I want to stop sleeping with this person. I know what I'll do. I'll uh, I'll channel <laughs> the uh, the Thai monk with the you know with the with the special tree. Yeah. <laughs> i'll get a tattoo
0: i'll i'll figure out a way to like create a story around it yeah it i i think also it's like horniness like he's horny this person is down he's attracted to them but he's like every time it, it could be when they hook up he feels bad afterwards and he's like i'm not gonna feel bad again fuck this the moon you know <laughs> like right i don't know it feels like a last ditch effort and 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 usually when things end badly, it's a buildup of like other decisions in the past. So this feels like it was like a build-up to me.
1: Yeah. I I or, could agree with that. I would say um I would call this nobody put house boy in the corner. And I just came up with that because of your dirty, dirty dancing reference.
0: I love it. Um I had Cinderella Man because he kind of left like Cinderella. Okay. The Curse of the Full Moon, The Werewolf Walk, Dirty Dancing Disaster. I like that. And then, because I think this is kind of him blowing up and figuring out a way out of this hookup situation, The House Boy Ploy. Oh, I like
1: that one. That's the best one.
0: Yes. I, I, I do think this happens in only to, to guys because yeah, I think I've never it's like, felt that I think this and I think men would agree that there's a there's a thing where you're like she we're having casual you know but I uh, like it's casual but this can't and I don't want to. I don't want this casual thing anymore but
1: I have this casual so why would I ever turn it down Now I'm trying to think of like who has been doing this to me in the past. (laughs) Like, have you ever had like a weird, just like any left out of nowhere? I'm sure I have. I'm going to think about that and then tell you next week. Okay. Because now I'm going to be be like, now I'm I'm assessing all of my, uh, all of the people who I feel like made me break up with myself. I'll, (laughs) (laughs) I'll think about it.
0: This isn't even a breakup with yourself. It's more like, you're in bed and you're like this is it and then you go I can't
1: I can't I can't we got to go I got to go. Yes. I just remembered. There mm. was a there was a guy I feel like who told me some very weird fucked up story about himself like right after we had sex and that was like, like kind of <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's the way to get out. Like he was this trying to what... turn like he was trying to turn me off. Yes.
0: <laughs> I can't I can't I can't and then
1: that's really know. funny. Wow, that's what he was doing? Maybe. I think he told me some story about, like, some girl that, like, I don't know. It was weird. He was talking about some other girl after we, like, slept together, but, like, a weird story about her on, like, a fake and pregnancy. And you're like, why are you telling me this now? Right. Like, yes. this is a weird it was, like, time. like, in bed, yeah. post that, wow, I should text him and, and tell him I know what he was up to. <laughs> <laughs> the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, UUP listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. UUP
0: at com. Let's do another email.
1: Let's do it. Hey, Jane j huge fan of all the things. I don't think you have ever covered dating a workaholic. Here's the deal I met my partner five months ago, and things are going great. We have so much fun together, great chemistry, and have similar values and life goals. The one area that's a consistent point of tension is how much they work. They have a very demanding job and are at the height of their career. They work about 12 hours a day and put in time on the weekends as well. We see each other pretty often, but it's typically on their schedule and involves me coming to their place always so that they can be near their work setup. At what point does this become an actual issue or is this something I should be okay with? I love how ambitious they are, but now being in my mid-30s, I definitely appreciate a bit of work-life balance. We've spoken about it and the response I get is, I was upfront about my work schedule when we started dating and that I needed someone to be understanding. I think I'm plenty understanding, but I'm also allowed to have my moments where it becomes annoying. We've had canceled dates and weekend trips together due to their work, and I've had to take it on the chin. However, I think it's unfair to say that they disclaimed it when we met and assume I'm never going to voice my disappointment or frustration from time to time. Am I not allowed to express emotion about it ever? Bigger picture question I'm pondering is, how do we determine effort in a relationship? In the past, I've had partners think they're putting in effort by simply allowing me to be in their presence. Like, sure, you can come over. To me, effort is more so about going out of your way for someone and sometimes being inconvenienced, compromising, etc. And that being okay. I think it's pretty low effort if there isn't any stretch outside of someone's convenience. Is someone putting in effort if the course of the relationship's interactions is always on their schedule and their terms without a lot of inconvenience on their end? Thanks. Underprioritized batch. It's a
0: great email. Good topic.
1: I have to say, this sounds like someone... That you used to date wrote it in some ways. <laughs> I thought the same
0: thing. I feel like I I've thought, heard, not, yeah. not
1: just one person, I feel like multiple people, actually.
0: Yes, this is, I, I felt myself very much in this email. It's funny right. that Someone you thought the same Someone could have written thing. this
1: about you, I think.
0: About me. I, I totally agree. This could have been written about me, and I hope that I was never the person, but I can't really, I mean, I probably was. A, that's like, this is what you get. That guy.
1: Well, in some places, I think that's understandable. Yes. Now, this isn't to say I, for, I, I, this isn't to, to villainize you at all. I'm just saying, like, I know that this this kind of <laughs> thing happens a in a lot attack? of relationships. No, no I saying yeah. I think this kind of thing happens in a lot of relationships, and I know that you, especially as someone with like a very intense work schedule, could could say the same. Just, yeah. just
0: a different, yeah. I I don't want to like give more credit to my schedule than anyone else because everyone's busy. But I would also say mine's just at different times of the day and. Happens in a different way than most, you know. It's not nine to five, and it's not like. And I'm gone on weekends a lot, and travel so like, lot, right? And travel a lot, and then I've put people in a position where I'm like, you can come with me, and you know, uh, something I experienced was like, you could come with me to go. You know, when you're doing shows in LA is not the same as us going on vacation, which right. I totally understand, and I. I would understand but I also it was it's very hard and I I kind of I would say I can speak from the guy's point of view on this a lot as far as what frustrates me in the position of being accused as the workaholic okay like I I can say that like this person's email like triggered me in some <laughs> sense because I'm like there's a lot of things here where I'm like then fucking leave like I, right. I, I, because I, I, and I don't mean to sound harsh, but I'm, I wrote down, do you feel part of their life or an accessory to their life? You know, yeah. and, and, and that, how do you feel? Because you're saying under prioritized batch is how you sign off, which I, I get that. But it's like, if you feel under prioritized in your relationship, then goodbye.
1: Right. Right. Well, yeah, I think that's a horrible thing
0: to feel like that's a like a that's a that's a really bad way to be made to feel. And it's like if someone's making you feel that way, then why aren't you unattractive enough to them to leave them?
1: Right. So you're saying like. I think it's I I mean, I say what she's she's saying, like, I'm okay with the idea that this person works a lot, but. Mm -hmm. I want them to still try or to show me that, like that they care in some way or that that even that like also that they understand why I might feel this I think that's a big part of it too because you could date someone with like a crazy schedule or any kind of issue or any kind of thing and it's kind of like they maybe just saying up front like by the way I work a lot and I need someone who can be okay with that or I might travel a lot or I'm not necessarily like around normal hours and I need someone to be okay with that does that now not entitle the other person to still feel bad about that while wanting to no, date you. I totally. Don't know. And and
0: I and that I think what what would frustrate me in these situations was that my version of trying wasn't trying. Right. Like is it, so like I you can be upset with someone and still work with them to make a better relationship. That's not what I'm saying. You know, I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. And you could say that, and that's kind of where it comes back to like accessory versus part of. Like, are they including you in their plans? Are you part of the wins of the the workaholic lifestyle? Do they like consider you like, you know, a any partner parts? in this? Yeah. And are they part, but then, you know, I, I mean, I've been in the situation where it's like, you know, let's go on vacation and then, And then that I'll take away from what I'm doing. And it was like, well, this thing better go perfectly because I do all this other stuff that I hate doing for the other stuff in 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 your work life. The other person resents
1: you, which is not obviously not a a capable thing long term. And I, I mean, I think of this like any other thing in a relationship, any other problem or a way you want someone to be a certain other way. So if I'm dating someone and they work all the time and, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm not someone who, like, obsessed – in my, this isn't me, but, like, let's say if I were, like mm. – if I were someone who's like, okay, I'm not someone who's, like, obsessed with quality time. I actually like my alone time. So, like, maybe mm-hmm. I could date this person, right? And then you're dating them, and it sounds like you're dating them for five months, like this email. And you're kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, like, that's true, but I actually still feel, like, a little disconnected. So, I think yes. then what you have to do is say, on your side, like, okay, what would make me feel – like what's my ideal and then what am I like okay with bare minimum? And the other person mm. has to do that too. Like what's their ideal and then what are they okay with bare minimum? And if the two of you have such – if are somewhere close to each other on that like bare minimum situation, then I think it could potentially work out. But if your bare minimum and their bare minimum are still very far away, then it's not going to yeah. work.
0: Yeah. You're not a match. And, and I, I'll say that like when I've dealt with this – you know, there would be discussions and what can we do? And then it always felt like a sneak attack. You know what I mean? Like where I thought I was trying and doing the right things and then and thought I was like upfront with everything and then you get to like whatever, you know, now you're spending the time together and the time is being judged on a scale of the other things that you made them do. Or that you didn't right. do in the relationship, and in that scenario,
1: I go, I like this. Ain't maybe it's isn't not the fun. Match. Even when it's right, because if it's not fun, even, even when, when yes. you're doing the thing, like yes. even when you're doing the thing that they want, it's still not. It doesn't feel good. And I can understand like the other side of it too, where you're like, your your expectations are so much higher because you've been resenting this person for so long that you're like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what's gonna in your mind. You're like, okay, this trip is gonna like. It's gonna like make me feel better. Like this trip is gonna show that they care, and then you become sure. hypersensitive to everything that's done and not done, mm-hmm. and you're like, and it, and it's not really a good way to live.
0: No, and yeah, I, I, it's very hard. I, I wish I had a better answer other than sounding like kind of the bad guy in this scenario, because like, and you know, I personally. You know, me working a lot didn't, like, my situation was always different than, like, a lawyer. Like, if you're, de- if you're dating a lawyer, there's, like, A plus B becomes C. Like, you can say, like, okay, I'm going to deal with it, you know, in these years. And everyone but then,
1: knows that a lawyer has, like, a certain schedule, too, kind of.
0: Certain schedule and also, like, a certain expectation of, like, you know, going to make off. a certain amount of money yeah. based on or have a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like I, and I'm not saying that this person's like, I'm not saying to people like deal with an workaholic because you, you could have two houses. Like I'm not saying that, but there's, there's like, um, the hard part I think in, in some cases is like when you sign up for this workaholic lifestyle, you have to be okay with the person and that lifestyle other than like what that could turn into in the future, because it might not.
1: Right. You're saying like when you're, when you mean, when you're saying that you're saying like, you can't look at it as a means to an end necessarily.
0: Yeah. And cause you I kind of never, have to be with it,
1: get with like, with, with it like that um, indefinitely.
0: Yeah. Cause I kind of, I'm personalizing it because I'm like, you know, and I, I have, the work-life balance—I've been, like, it's been like my 2022 kind of goal—is to be mm-hmm. better at this stuff, and I'm still. I mean, we're a weekend. I'm not doing. I'm not doing so great. Um,
1: but I—I <laughs> I work too hard. Um, <laughs> I care too much. That's right. Uh, no, but it's true. Uh, I mean, like, I—I it, I, could see it being very difficult for you to date someone who. One did not like their own independent alone time. That would be very hard. And two, that didn't understand that you were not going to be around that much. Yeah,
0: and it's it's potentially
1: as much as they would like, ideally. Uh,
0: Ideally, and I kind of get in my head about that. About, I mean, my struggles. I think with dating now have a lot to do with that. Where you're like. I can't even promise date two. Why would I go on date one? You kind of get down that road of like. So that's why I'm trying to work on like the work life balance to make sure, you know. Well, take these my question days with you. A week.
1: Is it because it's so easy to take this personally? And is it is it ever like he would do it for something else, or if he cared enough, he would. Or Is it is it ever like you? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it for lack well, of caring? I, I,
0: I have that thought in my own mind. You know, that's my. That's where I get like frustrated with myself because I'm like, you know, this is such like a Jewish mom thing, like ringing in my ear where I'm like, you got time to have a drink, don't you? And it's like, and then you have this (laughs) like thought back to yourself. You go, well, if I had time, you start beating yourself up. You're like, if I did care, I would care more than I would to. But it's not good or
1: bad. It's just like you figuring out your own. Preferences. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Right. But I, I don't think you can, You can. I,
1: you're kind of judging your choices, but your choices are your choices. Like it's not a big. It's not a bad thing to say. I'd rather have a drink alone than have a drink with someone that I don't. That I'm okay. That I feel okay about. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. It is what it is.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, that's a that's a very um, that's a very kind. That's a kinder way that I to look at it than I do.
1: Which is you know and
0: well you're judging kind yourself of
1: the, but sure but it's like whom like i guess it's like if you wanted a relationship badly enough would you make the time i guess that's really the like with anyone
0: yeah and i think i would um but then i also think like you know there's a lot of things that like have happened for comedy and i i do think back and i'm like if i had my foot off the pedal this opportunity wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't have done this you wouldn't have gone this i remember like you know the comedy seller like what you know to get into the comedy seller you have to be recommended by two comedians and um there was a saturday night and this is years ago that i wasn't booked at all and i was like really upset with myself i was like how you've been doing it this long you're not even booked on a saturday night you fucking loser and so i got out of bed and you, I that's went.
1: exactly how girls who want to date on a saturday sitting home alone on saturday night I feel.
0: <laughs> that's other you don't even yeah right and then i got out of bed and i went to this st- to stand up new york on the upper west side because like that was a club that was nice to me and i was like maybe someone won't show up and i'll they'll be like you can go on and i went and i remember there was a comic named lenny marcus who's hilarious mm-hmm. he was there and he was like he looked at me, he's like, "You, what are you doing? I was like, he's like, are you You should be at the cellar. You should be doing shows there. And I was like, I would love to. And he's like, I'll recommend you. And then he ended up recommending me from me like leaving that house, the house that night. It would have happened at some other time down yeah. the road, but you go, you know, if I was in a relationship, I would have gone and had dinner and drinks and not done that. You know, you right. have that thought. And it's like, especially with this, when you're that's kind of the workaholics I think mindset yeah well because I funny. do know it would have happened if I had not it would have happened either way but the way it happened wouldn't have happened if I was in a relationship does that the
1: way that you describe that is the way that every girl dreams of describing with the night she met her husband <laughs> you know yeah. and if I didn't go you know I really I was feeling kind of down about you know being single and like someone mm-hmm. invited me to this party and I like really didn't want to go and then like, I just decided to go any, I know a person with this exact story. Um, and they decided to go anyway, because it was just kind of like, whatever. And then they're, they're there that night. You meet them that night where it's kind of like, mm-hmm. and the way that you talk about that, the what your story is about this kind of thing. Yeah. You get, I mean, I see so much more excitement in your like face and your vibe than talking about like anyone you're dating. So I guess the question <laughs> is, it's like. Do you, I don't know, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, i have is it just that it's just not that big of a priority for you? Because I do feel like it's, you don't, you you the way you talk about work, there's like a light in your eyes. And I've never kind of (laughs) felt that vibe from you about any woman you were discussing. And I don't know if it's just like, maybe it's just not the time, like the time that you're looking for that isn't now.
0: Yeah. And I guess, you know, I give this advice out a lot where it's like, go out with your friends and the way you feel with your friends is the way you should feel with someone you're on a date with. And it's like the way you feel, you know, about the thing that, you know, like about getting into the cellar six years ago now, like this is <laughs> like, this is, you know, this wasn't yesterday. No, it's a great thing. You know, it's like, like it, you still it, remember it. Cause
1: it feels like I you're like so grateful. It. And so how, like it might've changed the course of your life.
0: Sure. And you know, so I guess like that's the feeling you're kind of looking for. But,
1: and again, that kind of goes
0: back to this email with this guy, like maybe he's not, this
1: is it. Yeah, maybe this is not the time now. for him.
0: Yeah, and maybe it's not the time for you to be with someone who's doing this type yeah. of thing. You want to have to life too.
1: That's the thing. It's kind of like if you can't meet somewhere in the middle to where you're both feel good about what you're giving or what you're giving up, which is the comp- yeah. the meaning of compromise, if, <laughs> if their idea of compromise is not your idea, then it's not going to work.
0: Uh, I feel like I've been on the couch this episode. This is like a... The-
1: I hope that but, was I mean I didn't mean to It is helpful. To, no, it's I, it's I helpful.
0: To, I mean it's It's also like this like, you know, it goes back to like this time-wasting thing. Like you know, someone we're going to do an interview with uh CNN, right? That and yes. they had us answer that they they they're looking for us to answer a question and they mentioned something about like is it ethical to bring up past relationships? And I was like, "Ethical? Like everyone's well, going on dates to Try like in my answer, I didn't send it to you, but I sent it to um, um, send it in. But I was like, the calling it ethical is so hard on yourself, like, no, you're just looking to be excited, you know, like, yeah. And sometimes you find out that you're on a date and you go, wait a minute, I'm not excited because I'm still thinking of a past relationship that can happen, and that's like everyone's just trying to get to their version of excitement. I don't know. It's uh, Yeah,
1: and there's no right or wrong. I think if you take the judgment out of it, it's kind of like, I think with this this email, it's like, is this person like the devil because they work all the time and they don't want to see you? Are they a bad boyfriend? It's like, that's a subjective thing. They are Mm. who they are and you are who you are. And the way to find a match is that like, you both are kind of like on the same page most of the time, which it just sounds like you're not, but it's not good or bad. That's, I think, where like, People, cause you want to like demonize someone and be like, or, and in a relationship you do that all the time. You're like, if he, he's like, he's lazy or he doesn't care or he is using me or he's manipulating me. It's usually just like, they are who they are and you are, you are, and you're just not working. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5x, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to NUULY dot com, that's newly with two Us, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two Us with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes.
0: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
1: All right. You want to do the first one? I'll do the first one.
0: Hi, Jordana and Jared. I've got a red flag deal breaker for you. It's about a guy I dated about two years ago. So my brother was getting married and we were staying with my parents at an Airbnb in the town where little bro was getting married. The guy I was dating, let's call him Jack, was a bit, how do you put it, crunchy granola. Uh, he's got his flip flops on. He's got his hemp sweatshirt.
1: <laughs> Cargo shorts. <laughs>
0: cargos. Friday night was the rehearsal dinner which my parents put on. Super fun. Afterwards, we had a bunch of leftovers to bring back with us. Meat, veggies, bread, potatoes, all that. Yum. Jack made a comment to me at one point and said, sometimes it's hard for me to enjoy events like this because I can't help but think about all the food waste. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all the food waste. I mean, waste. Uh, what, a, what a downer after the I don't the rehearsal think you guys would get along. <laughs> yeah. No, him and I. I mean, I agree with the fact that wasting food sucks, but um, I would not say that it stands in the way of my enjoyment of a super fun weddings and parties. So Saturday is the wedding. Great fun. Sunday morning rolls around and we're cleaning, pick, packing up, getting re- reorganized at the Airbnb. My parents were about to throw away several plastic takeaway dishes full of leftovers. Jack looked like he was going oh, to have no. a heart attack. my parents told us that they'd accidentally left the food out overnight unrefrigerated so sadly the food would have to be tossed bummer but what can you do meanwhile I'm packing up taking a shower etc about an hour later Jack and I are in the car heading home all of a sudden he pulls out a big plastic takeaway container full of leftovers what where did that come from I asked he proceeded to tell me that he couldn't stand seeing it wasted so he fished it out of the trash when no one was around what is worse? this last part is sadly incorrect. My mom saw him fishing through the trash like a human raccoon. <laughs> I was super grossed out and embarrassed. Even worse, the next day he got sick because the freaking food made him ill. The relationship didn't last much longer for several reasons, but I'm curious what you all think about this one. What
1: y- are you out? Um, yeah, I would be out. I mean that's just embarrassing, I think. Also like this person is, is obviously has some sort of complex or like lives in very extremes. And I just, I couldn't be able to be with someone who lives in like that type of extreme.
0: I mean, it's rude. It's absolutely rude to bring your, listen, if you're into not, you know, if you hate food waste, that's okay. But at a wedding, that's when you're bringing it up at the rehearsal dinner when the parents are putting you up in the Airbnb. It's rude, right.
1: Like, shut the fuck up. I agree.
0: Yeah. I mean, I if I'm going to be honest, I'm on, it's a deal breaker for me to bring home leftovers from the rehearsal dinner. What the fuck are you bringing those
1: home for? Were they from hit? Were there his? Who was bringing you after up home? Uh, yeah, family. that's weird, too. Now that I think that's about weird, that. too. That's also I'm weird. breaking up with both of them. <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't know you, the, the family lo- it's like cheap and cheaper
1: yeah. <laughs> I, I don't need breakfast yeah, i'll this- just have the food that was sitting out last night that's how you know think about that i think about the lowest point of my like disgustingness like college phase and it's like when you'd mm. eat the leftover pizza that was like out from the night before the morning after when you're hungover.
0: S- i mean so many times i i did that past college too don't get me wrong <laughs> same I, I, yeah i i mean Does when cheese i heard to look okay <laughs> yeah why not just a few hours
1: yeah i imagine doing that at someone else's like house <laughs> in their. oh that's gross
0: <laughs> from the garbage that's i disgusting. mean it, it is deal breaker for him for bringing it up that's more the deal breaker for me is like you have to put your like y- your moral you know, whatever on this whole thing, superiority, yeah. you know, you can th- feel however you feel, but you're at a group event. And then deal breaker for her, her parents bringing home food from the rehearsal <laughs> dinner. Where the fuck is this going? Like, where, what are you going to do with this food? Like how good is yeah. a rehearsal dinner food?
1: I guess it's, it's the- no, still weird. Still weird. Okay. never mind. Yeah, Let's okay. do another. They're like, I paid for it. I'm um, bringing it. <laughs> I'll yeah you, I'll, I'll be
0: like come on uh 78 it's rehearsal dinner
1: 78 <laughs> plastic containers possible boyfriend <laughs> just having a heart attack in the corner
0: <laughs> yeah they didn't uh, probably use the plastic too many plastic yeah.
1: draws for my take home drink
0: <laughs> i have this turtle i need to murder outside Anyone exactly
1: Hi, Jane Jay. Love the way you both approach dating issues with nuance. So I would love your perspective on if the lie my boyfriend told is a red flag or deal breaker. My boyfriend had a tumultuous relationship with one of his exes who keeps reinitiating conversation with him. And she recently texted him, hey, how's it going? To which I asked him to simply not reply. He agreed. And when I asked him about this again, two weeks later, he told me slash showed me his phone, which showed no further communication. However, my intuition was telling me that he was not being honest and for peace of mind, I asked him to show me the conversation on his laptop as well. This sounds like unhealthy. I mean... Um, <laughs> turns out he deleted my the messages.
0: She blames it, on, blames it on intuition. You it's know so us funny. women. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it's so funny just like the how every person in this in this situation is acting dysfunctionally at every point. Um, like <laughs> all of them. I actually think...
0: I actually think he's the least dysfunctional of the two, but go on.
1: Fucking inspector, like investigator. Um, he turns out, turns out he deleted the messages on his phone and actually did reply. His iMessage from his laptop showed that he responded, hey, I'm not trying to be sketchy. I'm still with my girlfriend. And she responded saying she wasn't trying to be sketchy. She just wanted to catch up, to which he stopped responding at that point. I asked him why he deleted his responses on his phone and texted her back when I asked him not to ask him not to. And he said he knew she would just keep texting if he didn't shut it down. Part of me wants to end this relationship since he acted in a way that he knew would hurt my feelings. And then he tried to cover it up. But the other part of me feels crazy for ending what is otherwise a great relationship over a text that was ultimately inconsequential. If you have any thoughts on the situations I would love to hear. Sincerely lie detector. Well, I mean,
0: she has trust issues. Yeah,
1: I mean, she has trust issues. He lies, and they're not a good match. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, do you think he lies because, like, to me, his response—I understand where he's coming from.
1: I don't like that he wrote, "I'm still with my girlfriend." It's like saying, "I'm still yeah. at the," "I'm still at the bank." It's like you plan on leaving. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't like, I don't like the "I'm still with" answer, even though it's like That's not fair. that fucked up but it's kind of to me shows like he's saying like i'm still here i'll text you when i'm not with my girlfriend um (laughs) there's like a little bit of that like i'm not He's like sort of half shutting it down thing but it's kind of like she doesn't trust him sounds like she Mm -hmm. has sort of a reason to not trust him but also like i think her not her distrust of him feeds into him lying more like he didn't think she'd be okay with that interaction he's like scared of her
0: a yes, I. That's why I empathize with him. But I think you're right. The I'm still with my girlfriend is, is like, yeah. We're we're still going, and I'll let you know when I'm right out of this thing. It does have that vibe to it. Doesn't hit right. I, I will say, his lie is because I just think when you say to someone, I don't want you to text your ex. It may there's two ways to say it. It makes me feel bad when you text your ex. Right. Figure out how to end it or it's do not text your ex
1: and right. and let me see laptop. let me
0: see your computer let me see your laptop you know those right. are two different uh, very similar but not the same like if if you said to him figure out how to end this because it makes me feel bad or i have to end this relationship that's a more powerful confident position
1: Right. And And it's also like he's going to do it for the right reasons as opposed to like now he's like answering to his his teacher gave him an assignment and he's trying to like figure out how to do it in a way that was going to keep him out of trouble on both ends as opposed to like it makes me feel bad when you when like when she texts you and I feel insecure about our relationship like that's a different real vulnerable conversation as opposed to like don't answer.
0: Yeah, because then she has to like kind of wait for the next or just she just has to move on from it and trust him, which she was never going to do.
1: Right. But I don't know how trustworthy he necessarily like I can see like it's kind of like one thing feeds into itself. Right. Where he's Mm -hmm. like. Because he's like also not trust. I'm not saying it's her fault because he is. He did lie to her. But Mm. it's kind of just like the dynamic of their relationship is clearly one where like he's scared of her. She's like, she doesn't trust him. And so mm-hmm. it all feeds into each other. So he doesn't feel like he could have shown her that text because she'd be mad at him for answering because it has to be her way. So I just think it's like dysfunctional on multiple levels and might just, I think both of them need to learn how to like communicate better.
0: Yeah. Cause I was thinking of just his text being like, I like, listen, if I had an ex texting me and I was with someone else, I would, I would feel the need to put like a lid on, the other situation and not just like, cause not I, answer because I would assume that he's been a part of this. He, you know, the texting with her, it, it's not just her texting him over and over. Maybe before these two were in a relationship, they, you know, they've been, how long right. were they together? You know, he was texting with her on and off and then he finds someone new and they, you're a better connection. You guys start dating. And now the on and off thing, he was kind of, involved with before when it was okay and now it's not okay and he's got to put a lid on it like i can understand that but he didn't communicate that
1: he should have communicated that to the girlfriend instead of just but she doesn't sound
0: like someone that was ready to hear well that's the kind of
1: thing it's kind of like they're both not communicating like effectively and honestly or with any like vulnerability like the way Mm -hmm. this this, the way the same scenario goes down in a healthy relationship is like she's like it really makes me feel bad when you text your ex um just feels really like inappropriate. And I'd really would rather you like stop doing that. And then he's like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to text her this because like, I feel, I I do feel bad. I'm committed to being with you and I'm just going to text her back and let her know that we're together. And, and that's, that's all I'll say. And that would have been how a healthy version of this went out. But instead it was like, she was like, don't text her back. And he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? There's just an unhealthy (laughs) communication method. So I think deal breaker for both of them.
0: I agree with you. Let's do one more.
1: Okay. This this one, this one
0: this rubbed one me wrong.
1: Me. This one annoyed me on your behalf. I felt irritated you. for you.
0: Red flag or deal breaker. He ha- he has a problem that your favorite comedian looks and sounds a lot like your ex-husband. In my defense, I was a fan of the pod for quite a while before seeing a picture of Jared. But it was a bit of a shock. And then she sent a picture of her ex-husband.
1: Okay. This we, guy doesn't look do. anything like you.
0: Google Reese Davis from college game day. That's who he looks like.
1: I'm Googling that.
0: There is this thing where anyone with dark hair and dark eyebrows is just an immediate lookalike to other people.
1: I don't even think he looks like this guy.
0: No. He looks that like- was who I, I was like, that's Reese yeah. Davis.
1: Maybe a what little more. Well, he looks he, like that guy more than he looks like you, but I don't even think he looks like that guy.
0: <laughs> Fine. But I, <laughs> I looked at this and I was like, okay. So to me, this is the emailer saying that her now boyfriend has an issue that I look, that she likes me. don't know how he me. sounds.
1: Maybe he sounds like you. I don't know.
0: Maybe he sounds like me. And it makes the whole thing more of a lookalike situation. Right. So your boyfriend has an issue that the the podcast you listen to has a co-host who looks and sounds like the ex-husband.
1: Yeah, that she her, her she calls it her favorite comedian, looks and sounds like her ex-husband. I could okay, so, so let's, the, let's make this a little more relatable. Let's say sure. um, you're dating someone and they have an ex-wife and their biggest celebrity crush. And again, this doesn't look like you, but like, like does look and sound exactly like their ex-wife.
0: I would assume, I mean, do I look like their celebrity? Could I, am I in the same phylum as the celebrity crush? I'm
1: I'm way outside. Not, not necessarily Uh, worse, just like different. You don't look like them at all.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, Yeah. yeah, I, I, um, no, you're with me. I don't. Also like she didn't Absolutely. even say crush she just likes the show. Right.
1: Favorite comedian.
0: Yeah. I, I I what kind of problem could be had? I don't I don't know. What do you think?
1: Um I think I would like think it was a little weird if it's like Mike's favorite Instagram model looks just <laughs> like his ex-girlfriend and like I'm here. Uh, like I could see I it might be like find it a little weird, but I also would be like fine with it. Yeah. But I think it's fine.
0: Also, not knowing until you looked up a picture,
1: it's it's, flag- it's more of
0: a coincidence.
1: Red Flag or Deal Breaker, they send you this picture and it's, they think it looks exactly like you.
0: Uh, Deal Breaker, you're gone.
1: <laughs> like I said, if you too. send me
0: any picture of someone you think looks like me, I I hate it.
1: Even if they're nobody like wants- the hottest person I, ever? I, I, nobody wants to be
0: told who they look like. I, unless... I, yeah. Unless you are positive this is the most compliments of compliments, you should just pull it back.
1: Pull it back. I could agree. Yeah, unless it's like a world-renowned hot person. Unless they've been on the Sexiest Man Alive, Sexiest Woman Alive cover, pass.
0: I want to live in my own delusion, and I think most people do.
1: Yes. Also, this doesn't look like you. I'm going to say I I don't know I don't know if we could share it because it might be unethical but it doesn't Yeah, I think
0: we don't (laughs) thank you I I didn't think so but I looked at I was like I don't think this looks like me at all and then but I was also like I guess we're not even addressing the real red flag deal breaker of this is his jealousy
1: yeah very like
0: if if Mike had a problem that you enjoyed a podcast of someone that looked like an ex
1: yeah I I think this whole thing is like bizarre and it's fine
0: and being put in my lap to be my problem right
1: <laughs> that's Agreed. the annoying part anyway not a red flag or, or a deal breaker deal breaker no. if uh th- that you can't bad vision and you think someone looks so much like someone <laughs> that it's not them
0: well we solved dating again Jordana
1: I'm proud of us we did it
0: we did it uh people if you're listening right now that means you like the show share 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 let a friend know um, we're here every Wednesday and Sunday and uh, we'll be back on Sunday
1: yes bye You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico editing by Sean Kilby social media by Maddie Paul guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter and send us your emails to You at Betches.com Batches.